I don't know how this is going to sound. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm driving, and if you're here, well, I don't know what you're doing either. But I'm glad you're listening. I am just talking out loud. And if this podcast becomes a thing, then that's what it's going to be. It's just me talking out loud to whoever cares to pay attention and I hope I would hope that just out the gate setting the precedent that if you like something take it with you if you don't just leave it here you know I might say things about things about people about places whatever and I I don't really care to edit I don't really care to filter I'm gonna say a lot about myself I'm gonna talk about myself probably 94% of the time I might bring in friends I don't know I don't know what this is gonna be right now this is first draft and uh Man, life's fucking weird. It's so weird. My life's a movie. If, if you're new here from somewhere else, or whenever you listen to this, I don't know what day it is. I know it's almost after midnight. <laughs> Man, I'm, I, I play music. I'm a degenerate. Uh, I'm selfish. I have an attention whore. That's why I play music and enjoy social media it's my healthy my healthy way of receiving attention without uh, drawing too much attention if that makes sense Dude, I don't even know if you can hear this I have no voice hardly left I'm on day more than two weeks however many days that is of a road trip from Nashville to Florida And all the way back, I went from Dixon County, Tennessee, to Key West, Florida. All the way around the perimeter, basically, of Florida. Cut up through the middle a little bit. Who cares? Doesn't matter. You're just here listening to me talk, I guess. Um, I am hoping, one thing I'm hoping to fix is my speech impediment. I'm such a mumble mouth. I'm a mumble motor mouth. I cannot keep my words straight, and I usually talk too fast if I get excited or smoke weed, which I'm also doing right now. So, sue me. Call the cops on me. I probably have a warrant out for unpaid damn tolls or tickets or something. <laughs> don't do that, please, actually. Like, please don't do that. Um, I don't even know what I was saying. Something about traveling through Florida, and I have seen every breed of Florida person there has been to see and what's crazy I had a conversation in the Perdita Key which is near Pensacola contrary to popular belief what's actually super crazy is that Perdido Key isn't even close to the Keys it's called the Lost Key so Perdido Key or I'm sorry Perdido in Perdido in Spanish means lost so when the Spanish came and conquered Florida, they didn't know about that one island. So I think actually, if I'm not mistaken, 
And also about my podcast, we're going to have 17 conversations all in one. And um, I may spread misinformation. I am not a specialist or uh, a researcher. You know what I mean? Like, sue me, don't sue me, tear me apart in the comments. Send it to your friends, make fun of me. I don't even care. Honestly, I bet you some of my friends are sending this to their friends making fun of me. Please do. That'd be great. I'll laugh at me with you. But so Perdido Key means lost. So the Spanish conquistadors, whatever, whatever their nicknames were, they they didn't know about Perdido Key. And it's all the way up near Pensacola. It's this little island off the coast. And it's beautiful. And there's a bar there called the Floribama. So while I was there... I had a conversation about human interaction and just like human interaction in its purest form. So getting to know people on a surface level only. This podcast may just become, if this ever even becomes a thing, may never even put like put it out. But if it ever becomes a thing, everybody's gonna words are hard. Everybody's going to know everything about me. And that's kind of crazy because I won't, I won't stop. I won't filter. I won't edit. Um, and that's just going to be the way it's going to be. And I have to think about that, I guess. But any hooser, back to the conversation at the Floribama bar with the bouncer named Isaiah. He was amazing. We were talking about it and just like not getting to know people and, and only just interacting with people in your own specific interaction in that moment, which led to a deeper conversation of we are all here at the same time right now. But like other people were all here at the same time, a different time, like different characters. But these are the people that we're here with at the same time. And maybe this is like not as abstract as I feel it is. I feel like this conversation was original to me. Like maybe other people have had this conversation. Maybe it's common knowledge and I'm ignorant. I also just thought of the word ignoramus for the first time since I was in middle school. Does everybody remember when that word was popular? Oh my God, I'm thirsty. Hold on. I'm so rude. I'm just going to gulp, gulp, gulp right on the microphone. Wow. This podcast is going to be straight up junk. I swear to God. I want it to be so good. Like, I want to be so funny. I want it to be perfect. I want to do video. I want to bring in friends. I want to do an hour long. I don't even know how long this episode's going to be. I haven't even looked at the timer. I just want... I want this to be so cool. And everything that I hope it, it will be. Because all I do now... If you're new with me, if you're not new with me, uh, information, I play music, I write music, I sing music, I hardly listen to music anymore. I just burped, again, so disrespectful. I hardly even, like, listen to music anymore. I listen to podcasts, I love them. I specifically listen to, like, stand-up comedy podcasts. Um, I hate to like be on the bandwagon, 
specifically because I hate every and all bandwagons of all time, and we'll talk more about that later, but, um, Joe Rogan introduced me to so many different comedians, and I don't listen to Joe Rogan podcasts hardly ever about anything unless they are stand-up comedy, and so, you know, Bert Kreischer, Tim Dillon, and, um, all those, that whole niche, that group of comedians, I, I thoroughly enjoy, and I just, I want to do something like that, I guess, so, I hope this audio sounds okay, probably doesn't, because we're in the car, um, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see if I can fix this, and this might cut, I want to leave this in, God, I want to leave this in, and then I want to, like, record where it's quiet, because it probably sounds like I'm in a damn airline hangar right now, but man, I might leave these first nine or ten minutes in as, like, an intro or something, and then really get going, and this will be, like, a little Easter egg. If you listen to this, maybe you got a giggle, maybe you wasted ten minutes of your life. Who the fuck cares? I certainly don't. Maybe I'll just do these little, like, 10-15 minute snippets in my car while I'm driving. Like, just driving thoughts. Until I can make, like, a podcast studio or, like, get podcasting equipment. Um, I'm listening to a a podcast. I've got a cough drop in my mouth with these old retainers because I lost my new set. Um, for those of you who don't know, I'm currently, like, undergoing just basic teeth straightening, whatever, like, aligners, and, um, they're working really well, simple aligners, you can get a discount code in my bio, on my Instagram page, um, they're great, and every three weeks, I, like, put a new set in, and I'm supposed to wear them for 22 hours per day, um, no exceptions, in order for it to, like, really work, which means, like, you just basically take them out to eat, and I obviously clearly have, like, a speech impediment from them, so on top of that, with the cough drop, um, I, I feel like I'm just being disrespectful, but whatever, give me some time, I could spit the cough drop out, but I'm gonna keep it in, um, so I'm listening to this podcast, and it's June 26th, it's a Sunday, I just got back, I'm on my way back from Nashville to my home in Dixon County, and, um, I watched, I watched my best friend Allie play on Broadway, I'm sorry, not Broadway, totally just lied, um, the Mumbrian Street, she played a writer's round, it was great, because I almost went home, and then I decided to not go all the way back to Vermont, and save a bunch of money, and just, like, stay in town, be stubborn, whatever, and, uh, so anyway, on my way home, I'm listening to this podcast about, uh, it being 4th of July coming up, which, you know, Tim Dillon, uh, you're putting out this episode, and unless you're not, like, putting out your next week's episode, like, you're recording a 4th of July episode way too early, but anyway, it doesn't matter, like, two episodes early, who cares, not a big deal, just something I noticed and figured I'd share with you guys, so he's doing this 4th of July episode today, and, uh, that he put out today, rather, And he mentioned that, like, the West Coast has a 4th of July supply chain shortage. So, therefore, they're replacing firework 
uh, firework shows and like firework productions with pyrotechnic productions and things like that in order to still salvage like the sentiment, I guess, of fire on 4th of July or some sort of like combustive resource. Who knows? Don't know if I'm even saying the correct words, but I think you're all following along. Now, also could be nobody ever listening to this. So we're having fun. Um, but so anyway, so we mentioned that and it made me think like supply chains, a supply chain shortage of fireworks in like Arizona. He specifically mentioned, I'm not even all the way through the episode yet. I literally just paused it to start recording this because I had this thought. Um, do we think that like the Northeast and the Southeast just like collectively hybrid era, uh, collected all of the collectively collected, uh, <laughs> um, they all collected all of the explosives for 4th of July and basically like bought out all of the resources for the West coast. You know what I mean? Like just hoarded all of the resources because I see a Tennessee firework tent literally on every corner in Dixon County and also in Davidson County. Like they're all over the place. So really what's going on here, big fireworks, are you having a supply chain shortage or did you just sell all of your products in the East coast? In that vein, how crazy is it to know that like the Southeast and the Northeast are going to have spectacular 4th of July, uh, extravaganzas and the West coast is not. That's interesting. I don't think I've mentioned political or like any sort of serious banter in the last like 30 minutes that I've reported and released. But, um, that being said, I find it a little bit uncanny right now. Like I'm having an original thought right this second as I'm formulating this thought about the 4th of July supply chain shortage. Okay. So follow along with me. Awfully interesting that the western side of the country just doesn't get to celebrate Independence Day or like has to have it altered and like what more of a like divisive tactic, you know, like all the patriotisms on one side and all of the, oh, we can just change whatever. Now also could really be a true thing. Like maybe the West coast truly does not have the resources to distribute for independence day. And they are truly trying to like still celebrate independence day, yada, yada, yada. That's giving them the benefit of the benefit of the doubt. Why is everything easier to sing? Benefit of the doubt. I could never say that word out loud. It's not even a word. It's a little sentence. Benefit of the doubt. It's not even a sentence. It's just a couple words together in line. Benefit of the doubt. It's a phrase. That's what that's called. So yeah, that's giving whatever, whoever that entity would potentially be, like the benefit of the doubt. But who knows, so these aligners are causing me to sound like I have a speech impediment, which is great because I kind of always have anyway. I'm very nervous to hear that you guys are like having a hard time listening to what I'm saying because of mumble mouthing or motor mouthing or uh, mumbling or I said mumbling twice. Yeah, dude. Have some water. I'm going to Joey Diaz out of you guys. I 
I haven't figured out how to edit or anything. So these are just like raw Joey Diaz, Crystalia. You know, I'm not cutting and, and clipping. And, you know, if there's anything incriminating that I say or that can be used against me. I wouldn't say in a court of law. I don't think that anything of that nature would ever surface. Um, but, you know, it could change your opinion, I guess, of me. Or it could change somebody's opinion of the person who they think I am. Um, and that's okay, you know, like we don't have to agree and we can still be nice people and have organic human interaction, which I think I discussed on the last recording that I put up. Um, still have my sunglasses in my hair for no reason. Yeah. Sometimes I'll just sit in my car and like comb my hair while I'm driving for 30 minutes. Like I'll literally just take my pick and comb through my hair for 30 minutes while I'm driving just mindlessly. Which <laughs> doesn't sound like safe, but I think it gives me something enough to do so I can sit still and focus on the road. Like, you know, the kids in school that always have to tap on something or like get up and go sharpen their pencil honor times because also they're so stressed out from trying to sit still that they're literally, literally just grinding their pencil into the paper and dulling, 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 making their pencil more dull from the amount of applied pressure to the pencil while, you know, using it to create whatever on paper. Anyway, trying too hard to be funny, I guess. Um, I need to get over, mister, please. You need to speed up or get over also. How disrespectful, it's literally my blinker and the sound of the air on the car. Sorry, guys, if uh, you stick with me through these first, you know, 10 or so episodes of these little just like car thoughts, maybe I'll always do a car thoughts every day. Maybe I'll do like every day I'll do a car thought or maybe just once a week. Who knows? You know, but I'll do like one 10 minute clip and then maybe once I finally can get podcasting equipment, I'll sit down for an hour and really do some some rambling. Um, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We're having fun. I was supposed to have a friend travel to Nashville this weekend, and then they ended up, like, just not showing up. So my weekend went from, like, playing tour guide and playing tourists around Nashville to let's play as many shows as we possibly can and also get a remarkable amount of sleep and decent workouts in, you know? So I stayed busy. I played on Broadway on Thursday. Um, oh, who did I play with? I can't remember. I can't remember his name. I'm looking at I'm looking at his face in my head, but oh god, I hope he never hears this. But if he does, hey, sorry. I know your name. Um, I think it's Taylor. But you know, benefit of the doubt, my guy gave it to me. Um, and then I think Thursday after that, I went straight home. I can't be sure though off the top of my head now. I'm I I can't remember what I did Thursday. I'll have to look back through my phone. But Friday I then played um scoreboard, which Allie and I used to play scoreboard all the time. And it was like very <clears throat> actually actually it was very uh rewarding I think to play on Friday with Jamie Baxter, which like Jamie and I have been friends for years. And uh so we got to play a little, like, two-to-five set, which was really hot, and it was annoyingly, like, warm 
to play in, but at the same time, I kind of dressed appropriately, so I was, I wasn't uncomfortable, um, and the food was good, and the drinks were cold, and the music was great, so all that to say, Friday afternoon started good, and then, uh, I don't remember what I did, oh, Friday, I hauled ass down to Pickwick, Tennessee, to go see my friend, to go see my friend Hunter, <coughs> excuse me, Hunter play, in, um, in Pickwick, or whatever, for ATs, and he did great, I made it back just in time to close down Bulldogs on Saturday night, which was fun, um, me and another buddy went to Waffle House after Bulldogs closed, just to have, you know, have breakfast or whatever, and then, what's today, today's, no, that's Friday, Saturday, I played the, Dix the played the Dixon, Street Festival, and I'm going to tell you what, and I do kind of hope they hear this, but I don't actually have to ever say it to them in person, just on the fact that, like, I get wicked disrespectful, and I don't even care, but at the same time, like, I really do truly believe when I'm right that I'm correct, and I'm justified and validated, and I think there's something that I've earned, you know, and maybe that's just me narcissistically justifying being rude to people or, like, overreacting to a situation, Instead of just minding, you know, my mouth and walking away or just being like, you know what, whatever. And I've started to filter out better. Like, I'm not, oh, like, I'm growing up, you know. But I am, I'm 25 now and the last three years probably put 20 years on all of us, you know. And I think that I've started to filter better. But this street festival dude was such a damn sham. I was supposed to play this one really nice stage in front of a, a, a business that I like to support with people that I thought also respected me, you know, and then if I didn't find out at the pretty, like, pretty much at the last minute that I was, like, I wasn't playing that stage. Now, also, I wasn't told that there was a difference between the stages, nor was I explained that there was, like, a difference in pay, I guess. Um, and also just in accommodations, everything was different and which sucked. Or maybe I was supposed to play both and get paid for two, but then they just cut me like to one and kept me on the shittiest like stage. But they damn had like a horrible stage, a horrible unsafe setup. It was very unsafe and also like inconveniently timed in an inconvenient place, which you can't really help the location of the stage being in the sun between 4.45 and 6, but also maybe, like, plan for that, or, um, you know, just take a break during that time, I don't know, all sorts of suggestions could have been made, different types of canopy layouts, like, they had a canopy, but it was facing the wrong way, whatever, um, just awful, hot, uncomfortable, and honestly, like, the reason that they switched me was apparently on account of somebody's uh, decision specifically, like, to replace me, which just sucks, you know, and I don't know, maybe I do things to deserve that kind of behavior or that kind of treatment, I don't really ever receive that, and that also kind of sounds narcissistic, maybe I'm a narcissist, whatever, I'm acknowledging it up front and at the, you know, up, you know, I'm saying it out loud, right now, because maybe somebody will write in and say, hey, you know what, you're actually, like, suffering from, whatever, who cares, this is my show, um, 
<laughs> I can't even I can't remember what I was talking about now. But it made sense. Um Damn. Well, anyway, I remember I'll, I'll start talking about it again. But oh, yeah, like basically the individuals just said like I prefer this other artist to play here during this time slot or whatever. And just how rude and whatever, like, maybe, like I said, okay, so maybe I do do things to deserve it. I've never received that information. That's not me shirking accountability or responsibility. I think I treat everybody respectfully and maybe I'm incorrect. Um, and nobody's ever corrected that. And also, I don't think that's the case. I think I work pretty hard to treat people good, but whatever, maybe I'm fucking crazy. Pardon my language, we're however far into this, we're 15 minutes in, so if you're in this long, then you're, you're probably not 12. Also, I think 12-year-olds probably say worse and do worse things than I do now, so whatever. So disrespectful, just kind of like snotted a, a, a loogie, a loogie, a loogie. It's not at a loogie, real quick. This trailer's gonna catch up to me. But I'm gonna jump off here, and hopefully you enjoyed the 16th episode. We'll see what next car thoughts brings. If I have figured, I jeez, I can't even talk. Oh my god, we're off to a great start, everybody. Hello, good morning. It is either. 5.45 or 4.45 or 6.45 in the morning. I'm not sure which time zone my, my car and my phone are on. Um, I'm driving across the panhandle of Florida. I'm having thoughts. This is what I was trying to say at the beginning. Hold on, let me take a sip of water. Still got the teeth liners. So, still got the speech impediment, but we're working on it. Um... I was trying to say in the beginning, if I figured out, figured, oh my god, some words are so hard, figured out this app, I think all of this, I guess, is just going to be one collective episode, um, until I can figure out, anyway, so, we're just working on it, I just stopped halfway through that sentence and decided to start a new sentence, and I've been doing that a lot lately, I've just stopped halfway through a sentence and change direction and I think that's fine I do it consciously it's not like I'm let's say the president of the United States of America and um do it unbeknownst to himself that being said I'm on gosh I'm having so many thoughts I wrote down a whole bunch of thoughts that I like not reaped off of but um that were sparked by a Tim Tim Dillon podcast I was listening to, and I want to get to all that someday, maybe today, maybe not today, I'm really hoping that my phone isn't recording on some silly goose, like, Bluetooth, microphone-esque, hold on, I'm gonna stop this episode, we're two minutes in, little Easter egg episode, this is, uh, Car Talks, two and a half, I guess. Wow, I'm so glad that I caught that when I did. So anyway, welcome back. Now it's officially Car Talks 3. I am so sore. Um, Chief drug me 
down the sidewalk about 24 hours ago and I have road rash all over the left side of my body. So I'm very sore. I'm having thoughts. I'm having, I'm living a movie and I'm documenting it on Instagram and TikTok in the event that anybody else cares about it. But like, I keep saying this, my life is a movie. <clears throat> With that being said, let's start, let's start the movie Let's start the movie at me considering dating a single father of three children by three different women who was almost inducted or patched into a motorcycle club the day that he took me on our first date. Um, How interesting of a thought process was that, right? So I thought that that was an idea to entertain. And I entertained it for maybe, I don't know, about 10 days until he sent me this like God forbid anybody that knows him or knows me or knows anything about us is listening because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I'm driving into the sunrise this morning. Yes. Oh, I'm going to see the most beautiful sunrise. Anyway, um, wow, I didn't even think about that. I'm so lucky. Anyway, so this guy, we're going to call him Paul because his name's not Paul. He... I don't know, I guess just like struck my fancy for a minute. And I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I'm not filtering this podcast. You're in my diary now. So you know what? With all intents and purposes and with the utmost respect, a guck buck yourself if you don't like it. Um. So anyway, so Paul sends me this message like 10 days after even like acquainting ourselves learning of each other's existence rather um I'm just going to vent to you and you know you can tell me to fuck off at any moment but it sends me this long paragraph message um while I'm driving in the middle of the night after leaving like a super emotional family gathering and that being said like had I'm gonna I hate myself already for saying that being said so many times. I'm really working on it, guys. I promise. Soon enough, that phrase will be eradicated from my vocabulary. So, driving back, get this message from Paul. And Paul says, uh, you know, I'm going to vent to you. And then sends this whole paragraph message about how he feels like he's trying harder than I am to make the relationship work. His feelings are stronger for me than mine are for him, yada, yada, yada. Now, gag me with a rusty fucking spoon. And pardon my language, it's going to be one of those mornings. Um, I just, I can't, I can't handle it, you know? And every bit of requesting more reassurance, like point blank, in verbatim, the message read, I know that I'm not supposed to say in verbatim, you, you get the point, I'm talking all over the place, we do this, we have Freudian slips that aren't actual Freudian slips, but for lack of a better term, so, um, legitimately, in quote, says, I need more reassurance, and I just, I can't provide that, I'm not that person, unfortunately, that, like, at this point in my life, that can provide, um, and I hate the phrase, I'm not that person, however, I'm not a person who is capable of providing that much reassurance, especially on a regular basis, to anybody at this point in my life. And I all but explained that. Like, I had half a mind to message back and just be like, dude, this is fucking crazy. 
However, instead I, I, I refrained from giving my honest opinion and simply said my most efficient answer while I'm road tripping and driving right or while I'm driving right now after reading all of that is and and I'm saying this message was scrolls dude like scrolls like I had to scroll I think like twice it was so big that might be an exaggeration I'm so sorry Paul if you're listening but I just messaged back and just said like we're grown enough adults to recognize like maybe you're right I'm not putting in hardly any effort at all actually like I'm just seeing what's happening and living my life which may or may not be productive or conducive to your lifestyle or what your preferences are. So that being said, it doesn't mean I have any less interest. Paul. (laughs) So I send that and it's also like midnight, one o'clock in the morning. And he also admitted to being very drunk. So his response back to that was just, oh, and this is gonna be such a long episode, dude, strap in because this literally happened probably three weeks ago and then we have all the way until today in the future so we have so much time to talk to each other um it's it's already been five minutes um so paul sends back like sorry i guess i'm just insecure right now and like said it literally great we love self-awareness in a man and then so that made me feel reassured you know congrats to him for making me feel reassured the next morning we have conversation and then I play a show like I have a show to play and I receive a text message two minutes before downbeat which means like two minutes before I'm supposed to be like on the microphone playing my guitar since this I think I'm gonna pull back off of this and I'm not emotionally heartbroken I'm not sad about it but just like hey hey don't do this right now you fucking asshole and honestly I felt that way because every single guy that I've ever dated would always inconveniently send something at that particular moment when I needed to be focused on focused on my show and I also have learned the lesson that I need to be focused on my show not checking my phone for a show I've actually implemented the thought process of just leaving my phone in my bag 10 minutes before showtime. I think that that's fair for me. And <clears throat> because of the fact that I, I continuously receive unfortunate, inconvenient, um, <clears throat> or like overly dramatic messages when I need to be selfish, selfishly focused on myself. So that being said, since it's another paragraph, it's not necessarily like a whole scroll's worth, but it's pretty long. That just explains, you know, I'm going to pull off of this. I think I'm already pushing you away. And, like, maybe we can see how this goes another time. Whatever. You know, the bullshit. The bullshit. And, uh, I just text back. I understand. Now, also, mind you, this man had met my parents at a show. He came to a show of mine. He didn't meet them as, like, a guy that I was talking to. But he just met them as a buddy and whatever. And met my friends just again like as somebody that I know and all these things which maybe that's me protecting myself but also I just met the man 10 days before 10 days I knew this man even walked around and breathed and had a life 
in a face, you know? So, God, thank God I'm doing this and I'm going to have to stop and get caffeine after, uh, after I finish my movie. Hopefully I can get through this story without having to stop. Um, so anyway, it sends that message. Now, mind you, when I left for, uh, this is kind of backtracking a little bit, but so before I started the story, I had been at my, my brother's and while I was traveling, I had sent Cody my location cause I, I was dri- driving overnight and whatever. I mean, Paul, fuck. God damn it. How many times have I done that already? I might have to go back and listen and edit that out. Paul, Paul, his name is Paul for the story. Um, I had shared my location with Paul so that, you know, whatever. And it was only for like temporary 24 hours, whatever. Like it wasn't creepy or weird. I knew he wasn't following me. I knew it wasn't like a, you made me feel like I have to do this. It was, Hey, I'm traveling. You're the only person that I'm talking to. And that's awake this late. And that's going to also be awake that early. Like if you want to check, here's where I'm at and God forbid you know something happens you have the capability to also come and find me if that all makes sense like I had all of those conscious thoughts so in return he sent his but it was indefinitely so I had his all weekend I never checked it like that's not my thing but I knew I had it and so fast forward I'm driving home Saturday night I received that venting text message, drunken vent text message, whatever. We're into Sunday. Regular conversation. Sunday afternoon, I play a show. I receive text. Yada, yada, yada. I'm going to pull back. So, sorry. I'm hitting the damn white line. So, I text back. Well, first, I don't even text back. I stop his location from sharing with me, which is super easy. I don't even have to go and look at the location, I don't think, to, like, unshare it. I can just go and select no longer see or delete, whatever. So I do that, which sends him a notification that says, like, on his phone, looking at our messages, it says across the bottom, if you don't have an iPhone. Uh... And you've never seen this message before. It just reads, you have stopped sharing your your location with Carly. And then I text him back. I say, I understand. Because I'm livid that I received this message. And then I didn't just not have my phone in my hand right before I started playing. And now it wasn't a big show. And I wasn't emotionally invested. But I was triggered as the kids would say. I need another sip of water. Gosh, talking is hard. I probably should be resting my voice, but this is important for me to talk about right now. Because for one, I can't keep my eyeballs open. Which I am because I'm talking. But for two, I'll forget all these details. I'm probably already forgetting details, but... So whatever you know I leave that at that and now we're Sunday evening I get done with my show I go home I let the dog out I putz around 
I went, I went, I thought I went somewhere. You know what? I drove by one place to see if it was open because I was confused. I had smoked, I'd poked a little schmott, I poked a little schmott and uh, had forgotten that it had actually been Sunday and not Monday, but we are still talking about Sunday afternoon. So the show Sunday afternoon, we're in Sunday evening. I'm walking myself back through this, by the way. Hopefully you're following along just as well. And you're not annoyed by my repetitiveness. I go to Buffalo. I end up at Buffalo Wild Wings. Sunday night. S mm, I don't know. Bottom of the eighth Yankees game. So whatever time that puts me there. If you were watching the Yankees-Red Sox game. Uh, you know what? It was the bottom of the seventh when I got there. I noticed the game was on top of the eighth watched until uh, probably bottom of the eighth, two outs. Because there was only one TV on. And now I'm at the bar. I get a tall draft, whatever their $3 cheapo PBR-esque, whatever. Natty, probably in a keg. And Lexi's bartending. I'll use her name because she's an angel. Mind you, I had I, Paul had continued to message, and I just ignored it. I was like, whatever, I don't care. He didn't like my response, I don't think. I think he wanted more attention, which is fine. But, like, I don't do attention. You know what I mean? I can't give you attention. I need it because I'm an attention whore. So, I'm ignoring him. I even, like, muted his messages so I wouldn't even get the notifications. It was fine. I'm cutting up with Lexi a little bit. There's another guy that I know of. You know, we're kind of acquaintances sitting to my right. And then on my left, my friend, and I'm not even going to, like, use a makeup name because I don't want to jinx it. So my friend comes and sits next to me on the other side of me on my left. And this bar at the Buffalo Wild Wings is, it's a very small restaurant. But it's a perfectly square bar on the wall. So there's three sides of the square that you can sit on. But facing the TVs, I'm in the far left corner. Away from the wall. So I'm looking at the TV, left corner, away from the wall, like not sitting right on the wall, looking directly up at the fucking TV screen. And my buddy sits next to me on my left, and then this other guy, whatever, on my right. I'm drinking a beer, and then all of a sudden my buddy on my left is just, you know, I'll be right back. I'm taking these teeth liners out, pardon me, this is going to sound gross probably on the microphone, but whatever. Maybe I can do it silently. Maybe you didn't even hear it. Maybe you only heard just enough of it to make you cringe. And I'm sorry. I'm so disrespectful. Also, just, yeah. Anyway. Gross. I'm not a woman. Probably. I don't know. Maybe if I... If my parents had had me at you know, however many years later, so that I had been a 10-year-old when it became okay to have the gender transfer or whatever. I don't know how to properly uh, describe it, so I'm not going to try. Um, and I'm not ignorant. I really, I, I always try to address it properly, and then someone corrects me, and then I get confused because somebody else corrected me, corrected me before with something different, and so I just never know who I'm speaking to. That being said, I think my parents 
if they had the same belief system would have allowed me to transfer from a girl to a boy. Anyway, that's a whole other conversation for another day. It's Buffalo Wild Wings. My buddy says, I'll be right back. He walks out the side door. Very shortly after, a whole bunch of police officers walk through the front door. And I'm talking not just like counties. I'm talking stadies. I'm talking city. I'm talking maybe even a fire department marshal truck. I'm talking there was like nine of these motherfuckers, dude. And they just walked through. The guy that had been sitting on my right had gone to use the restroom. And they walked into the bathroom while he was taking a leak. And they walked out. He comes out of the bathroom. Sits down next to me and goes, what the? And it's literally just the two of us and the bartender, I think. Now, this is where I'm a little fuzzy. I don't remember how the rest of this really played out as far... I, I feel like I might have been, like, traumatized or something because there's parts of this that are super blotchy, but I wasn't inebriated enough to, to like, forget this much. At some point in time, either before the police officers walked through or after the police officers walked through, I can't be sure. I'll have to ask them. Um, and I just gave away the ending, but... This group of guys walks in. Eight of them with one girl. And they're clearly not from Dixon County. I can tell. And they're sitting. No, okay, so it was, I believe, after the police officers walked in the, the first time. They might have walked through a second time. I'm going to have to ask for clarification from the uh, peanut gallery because I can't remember... Um, but my friend Adrian had come in at one point. He owns a Mexican restaurant in Dixon County, and it's awesome. We had actually slid down <clears throat> a couple of stools just to make room for the guys at the bar. Because there were so many of them. And I'm looking directly at them, but at some point in time, I had completely turned my back and like was, was watching the baseball game. I don't know. My timeline is all fuzzy on this, but fast forward. They... The group of guys starts, like, trying to talk to me at some point. I'm ignoring them completely. Looking at my phone. Not even pretending that I hear them saying, Ma'am? Ma'am? Hello? Like, just, you know, chirping. And I ignored them all. I don't even think I said two words back. We might have exchanged a couple words for whatever it's worth. Um, to anybody that's listening that was there. If you weren't there, we didn't have any conversation. Like, if you were not there, present and accounted for, as far as the story goes, I didn't have two words with these gentlemen. If you were there, of course, there was probably, like, a little bit of banter back and forth. But that being said, the story doesn't change. Forgive my a little bit of elaboration. Um, so that being said... I don't know. We were sitting there. And they all leave for the sake of the story. At some point, they all get up and, and they go out the door. The front door. Mind you, my buddy, in the midst of all of this, me meeting this whole group of guys, whatever. 
because eventually I do meet one of them. Spoiler alert. My buddy is texting and calling me about the police officers and how they're looking for him. And so I'm having this whole out-of-body experience of me, like, coaching my buddy through a, a police getaway, which I don't know if that incriminates me or, or, or not, but my dad swore that it didn't, so whatever. If it does, okay, he, they caught him, you know, whatever, so it doesn't matter, but, <sighs> pardon me, it's either 511 or 611 or 711, who knows, uh-huh, <laughs> Definitely not seven yet. The sun's not up. I don't even know what time it is. So I'm having this whole lot out of body experience. And it's really tripping me out. You know, thinking that like I'm going to get in trouble. Thinking that my friend's going to get in trouble. Selfishly, we always think of ourselves first. But thinking my friend's in, in a lot of trouble. Not knowing what happened. And I call him a friend. He's an acquaintance. But I'm dramatic, you know? So I have this, like, whole experience. I'm also, like, probably, I don't know, a draft or two deep now. Like a pint. And, uh... So I don't talk to these guys. They get up and leave. I don't hear back from my buddy. I'm sitting there. And then one of the guys, the most handsome man in the group. And they were all good-looking dudes. You know, not a single one of them was ugly. But the most handsome one, in my opinion, comes back in. And he's tall. And he's tan. And he's wearing my favorite color t-shirt. I might have even said that to him. I can't even be sure, though, guys, that, like, my eyeballs were open at this point. I was so tired. I was so fixated on my phone for so long. My eyes were probably puffy. I definitely had a buzz going. I'm wearing a camo, like, oversized, like a triple XL t-shirt with very long like jort shorts that come almost all the way to my knees and camo crocs with socks on right and my hair is not done I posted a video of me sitting at the bar drinking a beer on TikTok in the shirt that I was wearing if, for, for reference like that's what I looked like when this beautiful man walks over to the corner of the bar where I'm sitting and I see him I'm kind of sitting sideways now like I'm facing I went from facing the wall of TVs to now like scooting over two seats and facing across the bar across the square bar remember square perfect square so I see him walk back in and I look over and I watch him walk to me which again this restaurant's not very big so maybe 20 feet from the door to the bar and he's got eyeballs on me He's looking at me, I'm looking at him, I'm watching him watch me watch him. I have a song. I don't wanna watch you, watch me, watching you. Cause I don't, dun, dun, dun. I forgot the words, but this is true. The whole thing is, yeah, I don't wanna watch you watching me, watching you, whatever. So he comes up and he says, Hey, what are you doing tomorrow? I don't remember if I got smitten. I don't remember if I got irritated. But I I, I just said... I, I think I looked away for dramatic like reasons or purposes like for the story. I think that he said that. And I think I looked down at my beer or something. And I, I think I said, I don't have plans. 
And he goes, do you want to be my date? And I'm loosely paraphrasing at this point, but for the sake of the story, this is factual, like, interaction. And I'm pretty sure I'm right on the money, but I might be a word or two off as far as verbatim goes. In verbatim. Why did I say that like Dr. Phil? In verbatim. Um, so anyway, he says, do you, hey, what are you, what are you doing tomorrow? And I say, I have no plans. And then I look back at him and he goes, do you want to be a wedding date? And again, I look away and I just go, absolutely not. And I shake my head, roll my eyes. And he says, why not? And I'm pretty sure I responded with, I hate weddings. But it may have, may have just been another, like, please be my date. And I responded back with, like, no. Somehow or another, we got to, like, can I have your phone number? Like, okay, but let me get your number. I said, I don't give out my phone number, and I don't. I use the excuse because my grandmother has Alzheimer's, and that's true, and that's also a valid excuse, and that is the reason. However, I'm also afraid of giving my number to the wrong person, you know what I mean? And that's possible and plausible, and I'm justified to feel that way without having to explain it to every person that asks for my phone number, so... I simply reply with, I don't give out my phone number. Do you have social media? Do you have social media? Oh my gosh, I thought I was getting pulled over. Um, so, at any rate, takes my social media, messages me immediately. And he says, hi, I'm Benson. I said, hi, I'm Carly. I think... I don't know, we might have introduced ourselves in person too, but I'm really foggy right now. I'm also just really sleepy. And, um, we talk a little bit, you know, we correspond with each other on the social media. And he keeps asking. And actually, if I wasn't using my phone to record this, you know what, the next episode maybe I'll go through and I'll, like, write down the interaction and I'll read it to you guys as far as, like, the Snapchat and documented interactions go. But so, eventually, it leads to, okay, I'll think about it before I go to bed, and I don't have his phone number, we're just corresponding on Snapchat, and, um, I probably should have left his name out of it, but now we know his name's Benson. And so, uh, sorry about it. <clears throat> Maybe I'll just go back and edit this whole episode and get everybody's names out. Maybe they don't care. Maybe I should ask their permission. Um, and for all intents and purposes, like, Benson's amazing. And for whatever it's worth, like, whatever happens whenever you're listening to this between now and then, like, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But super nice dude so far. So anyway, I'm putting Tiger Balm on my shoulders while I'm recording this. How disrespectful, dude not even paying attention to you guys as I'm telling you this story with no regard to your own listening ability or whether or not you care about what I'm doing but just in case you hear me struggling and reaching and taking metal lids off of jars that's what I'm doing so this is car talks uh I think we're officially on episode three right because I fixed the the volume on two and a half so we're corresponding. We go to bed. Separately, of course. He's in Dixon somewhere. 
I'm in my home. The sunrise looks beautiful, but this morning, by the way. And we wake up. I wake up late, like very late. I sleep in and I, I procrastinate. He keeps in, he's insisting that I, I be a state, you know? And I continue to say, I'm probably not coming. I don't like weddings. Whatever my excuse was. Finally, I land on... He, he sends me his phone number. He goes, just think about it. And if you want to come, just text me. Which I thought... I think, you know what? Like, that's... Everything he's done so far has been... If you want to do this, go ahead. You just think about it. Now, granted, I'm infatuated by a beautiful man, of course. I'm loving the attention. But also, like, he's just... He's checking all the boxes on my list of, like... Oh, this is dangerous. I like this. I like what he's doing. He's making me feel comfortable. It's also all fucking crazy, you know? Like, none of this is, uh... What do they call that? None of this is, um... Conventional. <clears throat> so, I need another sip of water. Good lord. So, you know what? I text him. Thinking, okay, I normally uphold this rule. I have met... The, the rule, really, for me, especially on social media, is I will not give you my phone number until I meet you in person. Well, I met this man in person. There was a female with them. There were eight guys. We had corresponded throughout the evening. Doesn't justify me getting, a, like, a decent feel for this human being and, and does not justify me still texting a stranger when I've lied to closer acquaintances you know, but whatever. Felt fine. So I did a text. My first message to him was, I intend on being there if I can find something decent to wear. I didn't even say like, hi, Carly, whatever. And he responds with, just let me know. And then I say, I've never done this before. And he goes, something along the lines of, again, I don't have the transcript in front of me, but along the lines of just, you know, I have confidence in you or something. And then, I don't think I texted back, and I think he responded again with, did you find anything? To which I replied with, I did. Now, what I think is hilarious about this part is that I had sent him a Snapchat photo of the dress that I had, I'd gotten. I'd gone to Marshall's super late. I alleged, or uh, uh, initially I thought that I was going to have to be at this thing at like 6.30 and I waited till three o'clock to even get out of bed. And it was an hour drive from my house. It was still in my county. It just was on the other side of the county. So over by the other, the Western County line. Beautiful venue, by the way, where this wedding is. Was... So, unbeknownst to him, I had already sent a photo of the dress. I don't think I was in it. I think I just sent the photo of the dress and was like, how does this look or something? He hadn't opened it before he texted me and asked, did you find anything? Again, like, 
checked my message and responded before checking my Snapchat. Which I know that sometimes, like, sometimes you just check your Snapchat first. Like, I get that because I've done that. And I've also made myself aware of, hey, this person just saw that you opened their Snapchat potentially before you responded to their, to their text. Go respond to their text first. And then sometimes I just don't do it and I respond to their Snapchat first anyway because I don't care. But I noticed that because I overthink and notice everything. And that to me, felt it felt good. So, I sent back, I just, I, I just sent back, I did. And I can't remember what we said after that. Um, but I think I got all the way to, like, he sent me a pin to the location. And then, obviously, <coughs> excuse me, I replied at some point with, I'll let you know when I get there, but I'm going to wait until the reception and, like, after the dinner and dance and stuff. Like, I don't, I don't want to be sitting by myself in a corner alone at a stranger's wedding. This is all so crazy. I can't believe I did this. So, I start driving. I don't know, 7 o'clock, 7.30. I'm ready, though. I look beautiful. I look dressed up. I have all my jewelry on. My hair's done. And I don't know, you know, I just... I kept going back and forth. I called my mom before I even left the house and was like, I'm not going. I talked to Allie. I called Mitzi. I left the house and immediately called Mitzi and go, I'm not going to this. You don't even know what's going on, but I, and I'm not going to tell you about it, but just know I'm not going to this. I just had to say it out loud to the three people that like really listen to me. And then I called my grandma, my Nana. She said, go. What's the worst that could happen? which, of course, I replied I could be on a pirate ship in five hours heading to Somalia, but, <coughs> excuse me, I need another drink of water. So I started driving, even though I just told everybody I wasn't going. If Joey Diaz can drink water on the podcast, so can I. Uh-huh. And I got, I intentionally didn't go the way the GPS was sending me, the shortest way. I intentionally drove all the way into downtown Dixon because I didn't want to go. I got scared. Um, oh, we had, I asked him, do we have a backstory or am I just some random hillbilly that you found in a bar or at Buffalo Wild Wings? To which he replied, you're, some, you're the famous country singer that, singer that I was lucky to meet, which kind of freaked me out a little bit. I'm not going to lie. And <clears throat> Allie was with me on that, where I just didn't like that response, and I think it, it startled me, made me a little shy. I don't think I'm famous. And to be quite honest with you, I this is a, a, a deep thought, but, you know, we're unfiltered here. I used to say when I was younger, I refused to, to be famous and broke. And I'm everything short of it, but that being said, like, I'm a little insecure with the level of 
notoriety that I have as far as like my brand and my music and things across the board in general point blank period but then versus where I feel like I'm at or where I, in regards to where I want to be you know like where it's at versus where I want to be and other regions just don't match up and they don't align so I'm working on that and I didn't like the famous word so that just yeah I was like nope I'm not going whenever I went and I had one beer and a bar that wasn't the bar that I wanted to go to like I said in my head if this establishment's open I don't want to give them any credibility because I can't stand their owners right now but I said if this place is open I'm going to go in I'm going to eat supper and I'm going to stay put here well it wasn't open so obviously that was hey Carly like go to this thing from the universe or God right of course probably not the case but awfully coincidental like that was my ultimatum I parked around the corner didn't even check like I didn't do a drive by to see if it was open I just parked and was like if they're open I'm staying put and walked up to the door and it was closed so I fought it though I fought the sign and went to another establishment and had one beer and by the time I finished that pork chop in a bottle I thought I'm going I'm gonna go and like he said you know because I text him and I said I'm nervous I'm sorry I'm not coming I would still love to grab a drink with you after though like I don't I just don't want to come to this party and he goes please come like don't stand me up and worst case scenario you can leave if you want to leave and he sent that by the time I finished that beer so I walked back to my car and I went and y'all if I didn't have the best time I was smitten from ear to ear just about the entire time and that was based off of like being nervous too of course but I really did have fun right now this is right before my 10,000 mile road trip began and coincidentally this firefighting cowboy lives so close to where my parents used to have a home um, near Clearwater Beach and I'm going through there like I'm, I'm kind of on my way there now through or by way of like Delray Beach I gotta play a show in, in Delray Beach first and then I'm gonna drive across and I play a show in Clearwater he lives there so we have plans and it's just this crazy thing and there's gonna be an update of course at some point there will be a car talks for And there will be an update but right now right now you know he's been busy so I'm just in my head like maybe he doesn't like me anymore maybe he like had a hot date to this concert that he went to tonight whatever and who cares if he did that doesn't mean that I have any less of a shot I'm working on my own insecurities but like this could be something really cool either way even if it's just to say like hey this was an experience in a movie scene that, that played out or like what if it turns out better than than I thought it could like what if it what if that night me sitting having an out-of-body experience watching my my friend run from the police that one that one event that one decision to go to Buffalo Wild Wings on a Sunday afternoon Sunday night whatever 
that one TV that had that one game that kept me there for that one extra beer that kept me in that bar until those boys got there. What if that... What if that's what, what, what sets the rest of my life? Super dramatic thought. Super overly dramatic. Like, that's how the movie ends, right? Like, that's that's how the script was written. Nicholas Sparks or Nicholas Cage or whoever that romantic movie. He wrote the Miley Cyrus, Chris Hemsworth movie that put them together or whatever. You know, I'm putting my teeth liners back in. I think I'm done with the story tonight. We are on a 10,000 mile road trip. I have no updates other than just like Florida to Florida to Florida to Florida until next week. So maybe I'll talk to you before I see him again. Maybe I won't. This has been the longest uh, car talks episode so far. So thanks for being here. Of course, go follow me on the social media. Um, Maybe I'll start putting these out. Like, maybe I'll put this one out tonight. Today. It's it's either 5.32, 6.32, or 7.32. Don't know what time zone I'm in anymore. Don't know what time it is on my clock. Um, but maybe I'll put this out. And then if you want to continue to listen along, if you want another update on Benson, and maybe even Paul... And maybe Steve and John, you know, all the names, all the people. Maybe that's, maybe that's today. So, thanks for being here. Good morning. I don't know how I'm going to add this or end this. This is just where I'm at. Okay, I love you guys. I'm signing off now. Okay, bye.